1: Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on Acast. I'm Jolie Care, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barbed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning, or anything else really, to care at gmail.com. With me as always is my partner in crime, Dave Lozo. Hey Dave! Hi! We also have a very special guest with us, New York Magazine's sex columnist and host of the podcast Sex Lives, Maureen O'Connor is back in the studio, and we are so excited to have her join us. Yay, Yay. Happy to be here. It's, it's weird
2: having
3: a third know. person. I, like I, I dressed up today for this too. <laughs> you know, I put on my best workout pants and T-shirt. <laughs> Class this,
1: up. Just trying to just trying to woo Maureen. Yeah, I because love the, it. The,
3: the way my way my body you know falls into this baggy blue t-shirt <laughs> women, <laughs> women go crazy <laughs> i'm
1: not gonna choke to that now <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that funny No, it wasn't. <laughs> you're <laughs> laughing
3: a little too hard at that now
1: <laughs> no i'm still choking on my starbucks it's, a, it's the first starbucks i've had in a month and i'm choking on it did um, you do a dry january oh, yeah. is that why I, I did i did i did well it actually i did more you. than that i did a whole 30 oh
2: god yeah how was that
1: Uh, It was it was great, actually. It was great. And we'll 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 talk about that. Let's talk about it on one of our bonus episodes that we're going to do, because we have so much to cover today Um, before we get into it. Oh, also, Mm -hmm. wait. Very important, because we have so much to cover, this is actually going to be a two part episode. So this is part one. And next week you guys will hear part two. So Maureen is sticking around for another episode. I I was like Maureen, please so come many. here too. I was just, we have so we have so much to talk so about. So many disgusting sex stains to deal with. We do. We have a lot of them, and I'm really excited about every single one of them. Um, and I know Maureen is too, and I, and I <laughs> think Dave probably is too.
3: <laughs> I mean, I've read these emails twice now, and I, I really can't get over how fantastic they are. They are great.
1: We have really, really good questions. Um, okay, before we can get into it, though, we want to remind you that we offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to our premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash person to check out all the packages we're offering and select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like us to consider making available. We also have a special announcement vis-a-vis our Patreon account. Um, As some of you may have seen on Twitter or Facebook, Dave and I decided to donate our Patreon funds from January to the ACLU. Um, so we would like to give an extra thank you to our patrons, not only for supporting our show, but for uh, allowing us to give a donation to the ACLU at a time when they, I, well, I would say they very much need it, but they're rolling in dough right now, but it felt good to (laughs) give it. So, um, I needed it. I needed to do that. So it was great. So, um, thank you to our existing and our new patrons. We do have some new patrons and we'd like to say a huge thank you to Christine Carney, Melissa Banks, and Megan Reynolds. We really appreciate you guys, um, and just just to uh, just to set where we are in time. This is February second, and these episodes will be um, airing on February fourteenth, Valentine's Day, which Aww. of course is why we have Maureen here to talk about all sorts of sexy topics in and, in uh, and February twenty one. Um, so anyway, so that is where we are in time, and I made that donation to the ACLU today so that was great and I I felt great about that um okay speaking of politics
3: speaking of feeling great
1: (sighs) (sighs) speaking of all kinds of great political things um since we have Maureen here and not a single one of the three of us has yet to recover from the golden shower scandal that soaked the world
2: I'm going to be talking about that for the rest of my life yeah
1: Uh, We thought we'd kick off Maureen's visit with a rousing discussion of fetishes, um, and and specifically for our purposes to talk about which ones we think are the messiest. So we're just going to have a little fun with this. Before we get into that, I actually do want Maureen to talk a little bit about the piece that she wrote for New York Magazine about Trump's golden shower scandal. Ah, yes, we um, <laughs> we we talked. Dave and I talked about it. I actually haven't even told you this yet. Dave and I talked about it. We did a, a bonus episode right after ah. the golden shower story broke. Uh, probably our best Bonus episode to date because we were just gleeful, right? I mean, mm-hmm. da- that's the greatest story that ever happened to the two of us, and it's the greatest story that ever happened to you and me, Maureen. I need to become a premier listener. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I'll s- I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm I'll so send- ashamed
2: you've outed me. <laughs> I, I'll
1: I'll send you the the raw file because I mentioned it. But I was talking about your art, the article that you wrote about the scandal and its mm-hmm. and its perfection, its flawed perfection. Yeah. And I was singing its phrases. and I said that I think it's actually my favorite piece. Of yours, which oh, is saying a lot because I love your writing and so much of it really sticks with me. Um, but that the piece was just perfect. So I want you now to talk about it for our whole wide, huge, big oh, full yes. audience so they can hear um,
2: what your take on it was. The sheer perfection of Donald Trump's golden shower rumor. Or maybe have been P rumor. I can't remember how I called it, but um, <laughs> you call it golden shower. Um, I remember. Yeah, it was just that it was so unbearably oh you know what there there was an addendum to this story and that like i don't believe it cuz i just don't believe donald trump is creative enough to come up with a tableau like that particularly not for an audience like when you do something that elaborate it's really just for you like when you hire a whole bunch of prostitutes to do something alone in a room that's just you and your imagination, and I just don't think he has a good enough imagination. Oh, you know, I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't thought of that because he, he... I think if somebody was clapping their hands and be like, you're so mean to Obama, he'd be like, <laughs> yeah, and maybe he'd do it. I just don't believe that he has the creativity for that, although I am very open to being um, wrong about that. Okay. My instinct was that it was untrue as soon as I saw it, but... Um, But everything about it was so funny and perfect of whoever, however this rumor started, in whatever manner, to think that of all childish things Donald Trump would do, he would randomly choose a bed and be like, that's the Obama bed. It's a bed I just paid to sleep on. But no, it's the Obama bed. Let's piss all over it. And on top of that, inviting Russia literally into the presidential bed to piss all over it after he's given them money and he's giving them extra money for their services was just like so ridiculous and funny. One of my favorite elements of this, though, um, there was an addendum on a notable fake news moment and fake news website okay. um, that claimed to have found one of the Russian prostitutes that did this. Oh, how and, did I miss this? Well, here's why you missed it, because it, well, it was fake news. demonstrably untrue. In part because the woman they chose, who then went into and described how long the penis was, oh it was yeah, so no, small. untrue, untrue. And she describes how he like has a one inch penis, and she's like, we knew we'd have to do something other than sex. He was physically incapable. However, the photo oh, that oh. this website uh, used—that I, I believe—I that that. thought yeah, she right? was saying that's, that that's, the that's penis was big, which I'm like, no, that's that's false. Pretty sure this woman doesn't exist though, because the funniest thing is this site. The pictures they used to illustrate her were the pictures of the real woman who about a year ago, was it, accused Elliot Spitzer of abusing her in a hotel room. And then she fled back to Russia, and then she (sighs) rescinded some of it. And it was this nutty story that is really only played out, I think, in the New York Daily tabloids. Um, But they literally used the pictures of that woman. And it was crazy because you're like... It's like you just have this like the shape of a woman who causes political scandal is this like this is one call girl right I mean <laughs> that's just like... Slo- that's just sloppy <sighs> fake news that annoys me or, or, like or like is have it, more pride in your craft or and then the i was like or is this woman pulling the strings behind everything Maybe. oh i like that i think she's a spy I honey, pot. But, honey I, pot but
1: i but i have <laughs> to i have to i have to defend poor elliot smitzer and his his black socks only because i had to admit to maureen recently
2: that i love elliot smitzer's black socks oh yeah why do you love them i don't know i i I, they aren't real you know that he did not have the yeah
1: and you ruined that's why i had to admit it to maureen so she ruined it and it was actually in your trump in your in your golden shower piece um that i so i think i tweeted it out and i was like this is so good that i'm going to overlook the fact that it ruined elliot spitzer's black socks for me and maureen re- tweeted back and was like wait you liked them and i was like yes why I t- you find I, it like charming yes that's exactly <laughs> what it is i i find elliot spitzer to be like super dishy i think i saw him on the street recently actually really I like chased him down he's, he's single right <laughs> I, think he's I, don't um. I don't think it matters. <laughs> 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 I think he's okay either. <laughs> either. Um, yeah, and I mean, obviously, I this isn't to excuse anything he did, right? Mm. But I find him dishy. And yeah, there was just something about those black socks that I was like, Oof. Yeah It's wild.
3: So yeah. Is, is it ruined for you now? Like, are, you yeah, because
1: I thought it was real. I for sure thought it was well, real. Well, here's
2: the weirdest thing about that. It's fake or... Most people now think it's fake, and that it was Roger Stone, the Nixon henchman turned Trump supporter, who was sort of in that circle a little bit. He has a Nixon, a tattoo of Nixon's face on his back. Like this guy is extreme. <sighs> um And he. <laughs> Anyways. Fucking people. <laughs> he is so dedicated to the cause. Uh, so Roger Stone um, wrote. The, he wrote this like column accusing Spitzer of. And he says the reason he knew that Spitzer was using call girls is because he was at a sex club in New York and happened to meet a lady. And the lady had this story. And so he told the story of what, how he wore the black socks, whatever. And then when other people investigated it, it turned out that there was some truth to it, except that the prostitute in question was like there were, everybody was like, dude, we've been like serving this guy for a certain amount of time. He never kept his sex on his socks on. That, that part, that detail is just weird. Hmm. And so what it seems like is that Roger Stone, I mean, who knows what, where he heard this detail, if it came straight out of his mind. But on some level, he recognized that you need a one memorable detail yeah. to make the sex scandal really stick. Uh, yeah, And it's, you know, the Spitzer's black socks. Bill Clinton's got the cigar the and dress. the blue dress. and yeah. um, the blue and dress happened. Well, yeah, those are real. Yeah. So sometimes it's real, sometimes it's not, Uh, right? right, right, right. But this Spitzer scandal, I mean, it was a full-on scandal. There were prosecutors, there was this— But there wasn't like something that gives you like a weird mental image, and that mental image of this sort of naked, vulnerable, pale, skinny guy with his black (laughs) socks on, (laughs) paying for love. I mean, I always thought that I was like, that's like mastercraft of this, you know, like right wing henchman to make him look so vulnerable and sad. Although then Jolie was like, I always thought that was hot, and then I'm like, and I I don't even know. I I also have I also
1: have notoriously terrible taste in men, so (laughs) that. What, one time a million years ago, I was watching Saturday Night Live with a group of girlfriends and um, Jack Johnson was playing. I love Jack Johnson. And I was like swooning all over the place. And my girlfriends were like, Jesus, Jolie, that's what you like? Like, no wonder your romantic life is a disaster. Well, they were like, you need mean? to you need to stop going for that kind no. of guy.
2: No, no, no. You can go for that like kind of sensitive. Guy, but you need the right and- one. You need a sensitive guy. No, I need a jerk. A I need a, I need an no. alpha jerk.
1: I need an alpha jerk. Absolutely. No, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I need to be. No, why, why, I need to boss around. be around. The alpha jerks <laughs> get the
2: way, everyone. I, don't I do I do the actually, alpha jerks. I don't no actually know awards. if we're
1: going to talk about cleaning at all in this episode. Oh, Let's God. move on from alpha jerks because okay. I do want to talk about. I do want to talk about the fetishes because well, I, well, there is a. Oh, okay. Oh, um, I I spent yesterday. Sorry. Um, I spent yesterday researching. Fetishes. And it was a great way to spend a day. <laughs> um, I would highly recommend it for people who are getting really overwhelmed by the um, the, the state of world affairs. It, take an hour and, and do a deep dive on fetishes because it'll distract it's you. It's a
2: fully absorbing It really is. to go down.
1: So I was actually a little bit disappointed in what my research turned up because what I was looking for, was I was looking for a list of common fetishes? Like I wanted like the top 50 most common fetishes, and
3: Buzzfeed I Buzzfeed's list. Yeah, and, and Buzz did, Buzzfeed
1: Buzzfeed <laughs> failed me. I'm gonna like write an angry letter to to <laughs> Buzzfeed Ben Smith, at at Twitter.com. Number um, 22, <laughs> leaving your socks on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. And but the thing is, the way so what I was finding were, I was finding lists, but none of them were for, for, for particularly good sites. Um. And I mean, <laughs> actually was texting Maureen last night while I was while I was doing this because one of the sites that I was looking at had just like the most ridiculous name. It's called lovepanky.com. Panky.
2: Did you explore lovepanky any further? I didn't. And I I'm going to
1: I think know. I'm gonna I think yeah. just cuz I'm going a
2: computer right Cuz yeah. why
1: yeah. not? What's lovepanky's? Dave can explore com. So anyway, I I was a little disappointed um and, I, and I'm not exactly positive that I found like, all the right sources, but I did put together a list um, of what I think are, th- are, are the most common fetishes based on my, my research. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read them all off, mm-hmm. uh, and we can talk about which ones we think are, um, are, are going to be the, the most difficult to clean up. All right. Okay. So here we go. Here's, here's Jolie's list of fetishes. God, I have the best job in the world. Okay, foot fetish, spanking fetish, adult babies.
2: Are we supposed to be commenting now? No, I'm just going to read the them all. <laughs> there are okay. o- only like... Sorry, like, sorry, keep going. There are yeah. like 15 of
1: them. It's not that like many. Like I any. Mean,
2: it's, it's not a huge...
1: It's just l- overload to get them all at once. Okay, It's okay. not a
2: huge list. I'm going to pay attention. Okay,
1: so, right, so to recap, so far we've gone through foot spanking adult babies. Mm-hmm. Voyeurism. Mm-hmm. Then this one is a, is a three-parter. Latex, rubber, and leather. Those mm-hmm. are all lumped together. Um, furries. BDSM. Balloons. Okay, time out. <laughs> <laughs> the
3: other ones I kinda know what they are. I, I don't know what this what's 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 who's wearing the, the thing and who's popping the, the um, balloon.
2: It's do you know what it is? More like rubbing and bouncing yeah. and periodic popping.
1: It's uh, just like the presence of presence and playing with of balloons. Okay. Yeah, I, fetishes, that one really got me. I was like, oh. Well, one thing is that many fetishes are about, like.
2: fetish? Okay. They're the ones that are, like, involving something like, say, putting PVC around your own body. And then they are also the fetishes that are, like, I just want to watch someone bouncing on a balloon. Right. Or whatever.
1: Yeah. they sort of all. The, that's the thing about fetishes is that they, mani- they manifest in different ways. Yes. They, yeah.
3: So, so right. like,
1: some, some people with foot fetishes, they want to, like, lick and suck on toes. But other people with foot fetishes want to be walked on.
2: Or they want to watch somebody putting their foot... Or they want to watch a woman
1: putting, like, pantyhose and high heels on. Okay, so we're we'll finishing okay. your list,
2: and then we'll get into okay. Okay. the dirty. Um,
1: okay, tickling, cuckolding, which I, I imagine is a big one right now, since cuck is, like, the... the I have to hate <laughs> that word. I think it's... I don't know. It's not doing it for me. Uh, wa- water sports. Water <laughs> sports. Swinging, cross-dressing, role-play... And blood. Blood? Yes. And the blood one was one That's where... That's like
3: vampire shit.
1: Where I, I... It was the only one that I was reading the description of that I got, like, the heebie-jeebies about because one of the things that was described wasn't... Like, so, blood like, the blood fetish can be just, like, period sex. Oh. Okay. Right. But there, there, it also can go deeper than that, and it can be things like, like someone wanting to like lick blood yeah, or like,
3: like goth people like doing like
1: you know yeah and the reason that it vampires, squicked me so. out was that i had i had just read about um cat mornell because oh you know she has she has her book big book coming or just came out i know who that um, is for sure so she you do or you don't <laughs> Actually, you don't know who cat Marnell is cat Marnell. I mean, I just thought, like, because we're all New York media people, you would know. So she was is she a writer. A she No, she no. On, is she on Vanderpump? She, no, she isn't on Vanderpump. Um, she's
3: a senator, right? You're going to, like, totally make me feel bad. No,
1: she's not a senator. <laughs> she's a, a drug addict. Oh, um, good for her. She, um, She's a writer. She worked at ExoGene. She was at Condé Nast for a number of years. and She, she was a beauty editor at ExoGene. And she's also a noted and very vocal drug addict. Um, and a lot of what she she writes about is her use of drugs. Um, That's a good job. And she got this bo- half half million dollar advance to write her memoir. She's blown through the entire advance in a year. It took her three years to write the book. Uh, just just to put this in perspective, you guys, I got l- I think l- like less than a tenth one percent something like that like for my advance and i wrote my book in six months
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like wait but why, why is yeah. this blood fetish
1: um okay so here's why so the in she's doing all this pr- you know you have to do a lot of press when you have a book coming out and she obviously has a very high profile book coming out so she's in the press all the time and one of the profiles i read of her she was talking about i think she tells the story in the book that this guy who she was like involved with in some way um she got a nosebleed from doing too much coke and he like drank the blood out of her nose. He
2: looked at it. Was it like don't want to waste the coke? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's intense. I uh, yeah. That's blood that's so thing. I had
1: read so I had read that and then yesterday I was re- I had read that 2 days ago and then yesterday I I was reading researching the fetishes and I got to the blood thing and that was what that was the image mm. that the blood fetish evoked for me.
2: So, so that was why I got squicked. The blood fetish is the messiest, but also like messy in terms of like bodily health. I mean, yeah, like that's a very dangerous one, depending on how it's playing out. Yeah. but even if it's playing out safely, blood stains are just awful. I'm. I'm. Those are difficult. Is it bad? That I, I, is
3: it bad that I think the balloons one's weirder? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: no, it's not. Right, like uh,
3: like water balloons, maybe like a little foreplay where you just throw some water balloons at each other. No, is that is that? Is that but that, then, is that's then that's a water sport. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you can you can't combine the two. I think
2: that's only no, you there's can. pee inside know, the balloon. I know, I know, oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, <laughs> that, that could be. <laughs> ah. It's ah. it really back to hard stuff. to pee into a water balloon. Wouldn't it be hard? I don't no, know. No,
1: you, you collect the urine and then you pour it oh, in. Okay. Oh, yeah. you have to use a. <laughs> you <don't> have to <laughs> squat <laughs> over the balloon and that's a that you'd have to have amazing aim to so be <laughs> able to Oh get your stream into
2: because yeah. the opening that's actually like a ball.
3: game at, at like at like fairs you know you gotta pop, <laughs> pop the balloon in the clown's head
2: um adult babies could be messy depending on what element of the babyhood exactly enacting, just because babies are messy yeah so you know what one that didn't
1: that didn't make my list but that i think would be one of the messiest is scat Ugh. yeah yeah oh you want me to look i, don't, I don't mean to kink yeah.
2: shame that no that's Do you okay not know what that is
1: no, I'm shocked that he doesn't See, know
2: what I it. U- is. I use
3: it in the in the in the context of bebopping and scatting. Okay, like,
2: Google scat play,
1: and K- do it as an image
2: search. Okay.
1: I'm no, about, it's S C A T. Oh,
2: S C A T. Yeah, yeah, S C A T. Scat, scat he used play. He used the word scat. Would you like it, scat play sex? He used the word scat, scat when
1: I walked in here today, and I was like, "Really, you're using the word scat?" Oh, oh
3: this is cool. They use, they use pudding and stuff, right?
1: Yes. Dave. <laughs> that's exactly. That's delicious.
3: That's that's food play. That's fun. Wait, why is this guy in a? Okay, so here's
1: my, here's (laughs) my, here's my thing about the the messiest ones. I agree, adult babies poop. If anyone doesn't know, (laughs) yeah, Dave, why don't you tell the audience what's what the scat fetish is?
3: It's just a a couple in love that really wants to experience each other's um, full body um, potential.
1: Yeah, is, Dude, is that is word, what it is. Is the word I want to use. That's terrible. All right. It's poop, you
2: guys. So, yeah, that it's can poop. be pretty messy. Yeah, imagine. so I would
1: I would actually, I actually think that water sports are the messiest. And here's why. Even though urine isn't as, like, gross as poop is, it can go farther and it can seep into mm, more things.
2: It's pernicious. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and so, there's
2: a large quantity of and it. And there's a
1: large quantity of it, which is the of other the reason candy. I rank it above above blood. Ah. yeah so um so there you go So there's my thought if if you guys listening um want to weigh in i would love to hear your thoughts and i'm i'd love to hear about like other i actually am i'm interested in in fetishes and you know what there here's the thing there's a there is a fetish for for literally everything in the world so one of the one of the lists i found in my research was like a full list of of at like every fetish ever. And the only thing was it was very hard to parse because it started with the f- the technical fetish name and then next to it it had the like you know, balloons or whatever. Yeah. Um and it was actually kind of hard to like the because it was so vast. Philia. It was it was actually kind of hard to like get through the l- or like pull meaningful things out of the list. Um but anyway, there you go. All right. So I think I think on that note we should um we should get into our first question. All right. Yeah, which is a fetish fetish related question. Uh, Dave, are I'm so, you? Sorry, I was. Yeah, I, I, was n- still, I, was I know. I know what you're doing You're am looking at you. At
3: you. Uh, like you know how you do a Google image search and you get down low enough and they're no longer related to your search. Like yeah. this, this one just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> they had. They had. They had a lot more. They had a lot more than the first 20 that I saw. Good for you. Do whatever. Do whatever. Yeah. Do whatever gets you to the place you want to get to.
1: Yep. All righty.
3: All right. So, Ryan.
1: Yeah. Let's do this. Ryan's
3: got a problem. Ryan's got he something does. he needs uh, soft, And he says, Hi, Jolie. I'm a giant fan of your articles and podcasts. I am not a clean person, but God knows I am trying. And your frank advice on all topics is so helpful and relieving. Not like pee relieving. <laughs> just, <laughs> he, just, he just likes it. You are so sex positive and non shaming. That being said, I have an urgent question. Here's the setup I am a boy in a kinky daddy boy relationship. My daddy just granted me with my first collar ever when I signed a three month service contract. The collar he gifted me, and by the way, he caps the H and he.
1: Yes, I was hoping you were going to point oh, that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And I, that's I don't, a I, he, he caps. That's not an accident, yeah. And yeah.
1: he caps daddy but lowercase is boy yeah, when he writes boy slash daddy. That's true, yeah. too, right? Right, right. It's poetry. Uh, <laughs> he's he's really committed i yeah. mean I, you know
3: commit to the bit that's what i always say yeah. never 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 break character if you're, this is your thing do your thing yeah uh the collar you gifted to me is a steel chain from a hardware store with a master brand lock i've worn it for just over two weeks now and it is getting nasty all caps that's it that's just Rampage's. there i think i don't think that's part of the part <laughs> of the thing i've tried scrubbing it with baking soda and then tried peroxide toothpaste The baking soda works okay to clean the lock, which has these micro grooves so it traps all the dirt and dead skin real well, but does nothing to clean the chain. I can't seem to clean it. It's getting dark, dull, and discolored. I don't take it off ever as part of the contract, so I have to find a way to clean it without taking it off for the next three months, at which point I can ask for a stainless steel collar instead. My daddy will change my collar if it gets really dramatic, like I get a rash or something. But it's my first, and I'm really proud of it. In kinky terms, this is like a wedding ring to me, and it's traditional to wear the collar you're given until you're gifted another. At least that's how it is in our corner of the world. I know this email is horrifically long. <laughs> it's long. I mean, but it's honestly, great. he
1: could have gone on. Yeah. I, I'm oh my god, I would have read a book of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: not for nothing. You, can, you, you, if you cut three paragraphs out, send them into us, and we'll read that part. No, of I did. Time.
1: I left it all uh, as is.
3: Uh, this is horrifically long. Do you have any advice for me? I don't mind being a dirty boy, but I don't want to be a gross one. Please help me, Jolie. You're my only hope. He even works on a little Star Wars reference at the end.
1: Too. <laughs> you know, a lot of people do address me as Jolie 1 Kenobi. Have I ever told you that?
3: I would have remembered if you had told me that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which I, think is the, I think it's the funniest thing that, like, it's, it's not an infrequent thing.
3: This is not the Febreze you're looking for. And
1: <laughs> and it's, just, it's so weird to me that, like, for whatever reason, Jolie conjures Obi. But, all right, <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, a- okay. why don't they
3: call you Angellina Jolie huh
1: that's terrible Dave why? that's really bad There's
3: no positive reinforcement here at all <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> I'm sex positive but I'm not Dave positive I love this question though because it's it's the wedding ring dilemma mm-hmm. except a he can't take it off which makes it really hard to clean I would imagine um especially like something on your neck that's like an awkward angle to be working yeah and B, like is there a way to keep a chain from turning into that dull you know like when they're at the hardware store they're all shiny yeah but like once they're around is there a way to keep them well let's see if we can figure out the answer to that yeah
1: okay so there's actually like not only is this question amazing but there's an amazing story about this question so a few weeks before the question came in uh Another reader and listener had gotten in touch with me. Um, his name is Paul. And he had emailed to tell me that he runs a cleaning service in San Francisco. Let's, like, could only in- exist in San Francisco. This is so San Francisco. I love it. I love it. Love it. He runs a cleaning service in San Francisco for people who have fetish rooms or gear ah. in their homes. And that's his specialty
2: cleaning fetish gear. cleaning
1: yeah and he said he he has a lot of clients who have like you know full fetish rooms i mean the thing is at this stage in the game now people are are broadly familiar with them because of 50 shades of gray mm-hmm. um so i mean if if you can picture that kind of room from 50 shades of gray that's basically um the kind of things that he services from a, from a cleaning perspective um, which has to be there's difficult a lot because, like, going
2: on in there too. Th- staining um, leather is always difficult. And there's a lot yeah. of leather involved in that. There is.
1: There's a lot of leather. Exactly. So which and I've written about that mm-hmm. before. And I I think I've touched on it on some previous podcast episodes, but I, but I can't recall if I've done it. Um, so anyway, so Paul got in touch with me and, like. You know, I had I written I wrote back to him and I first of all it's like a fascinating career, mm-hmm. and I you know I told him I was like listen the next time I'm in San Francisco I'm gonna give you a shout I'd love to buy you a drink and like just like clean person to clean person chat and <laughs> blah 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 um so anyway so when I get th- when I got this question from Ryan I was like oh as as fate would have it. I just heard from a guy whose specialty is cleaning fetish gear. Would you mind if I asked him about your problem? Oh my gosh. And I was like, I'll keep it anonymous and blah, blah, blah. And, and, um, and Ryan was like, which I also want to say, I did change his name for the, for use on the show, even though he said to me, he was like, I'm super, super out. He has kind of an unusual first name. And so I just decided that it was better for the purposes of the show to use a pseudonym. Um, um anyway, but he was like, yeah, go ahead. He was like, I really appreciate that, you know, you're being sensitive to anonymity, but don't even worry about it. Like, I'm super out. So anyway, so I emailed Paul, oh. and I was like, hey, Paul, I, you know, here's this question that I got, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if you can offer any advice. And so here, here's what Paul's response was. Um, it says, hey, Jolie, thanks for reaching out. How timely this question is. Gosh, the generic hardware chain – that stores normally sell is, is low-carbon steel. I would imagine if it were something fancier, his daddy would know it. The problem with low-carbon steel is that it corrodes super fast. Ah. I actually wonder if his use of vinegar or toothpaste is making it worse. Oh, no. I have tried cleaning a lot of slings held up with this chain, and there is little that is more frustrating than trying to clean these chains covered in Crisco.
2: I, I just so.
1: <laughs> have the best job in the world, honestly. So they this don't creak in Crisco. Yeah, I mean, I think they're using it as part of their
2: their sexy. No, because if it's a sling, then it's the chain is holding the sling from the is suspending it from the from the right. ceiling.
3: Oh, uh, I thought it was like a chafing. So
2: they won't thing. be like on it. The sling will be a different material. Right,
1: I understand that. Yeah, but I just i I think that. I think that the Crisco the- just be so it can like swing
2: around with ease. Uh, you know, like when you like. I don't know a door the answer. Hinge? Anyways.
3: Oh yeah, the chain's covered in Crisco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't get that.
2: It's like a door hinge. I think the way you like put grease in that sometimes. Oh, I I just thought it was like getting on like because your your hands. Yeah,
1: I mean you have to grab the chain to get into the swing. I guess it depends on what, the on what is, this stuff is, yeah. yeah. Anyway. But anyways. Okay, so anyway, apparently that's an annoying thing. I would <laughs> imagine that that would be annoying, actually. To We're try out of
3: Crisco. We can't have sex tonight. To uh. try to clean a
1: chain covered in Crisco.
2: Yeah, that sounds okay. hard. So,
1: so sorry. So, Paul, Paul continues, I may just recommend using a small amount of dish soap and drying it super well afterwards and drying it right after he showers, etc. Oh. The lock is probably made out of a different type of metal, though. Sometimes locks will be chrome-plated, and that can come off over time. He also mentioned the grooves in the metal. I wonder if he could scrub it with a toothbrush and vinegar and then paint it with a lacquer or clear nail polish to level the surface, which would also make it a lot, at least easier to clean. Hope this helps. So there you go. All right. Mm. Like, the fact that I could connect these two. That's the beauty of Ask a Clean is, Person. I, it was just a really, it was a really great moment <laughs> for like me. It's like Angie's List for people <laughs> exactly, that have sex fetishes.
3: Exactly. You're like the middleman that gets the, gets the. Gets the job done
2: exactly. so it sounds like when his daddy presents him a new collar perhaps he should have it not be a well maybe he yeah like he'll and that's what he,
1: that's what he said when he graduates um, to a stainless steel so I actually
2: um, I, I guess that's why they call it stainless steel right because it doesn't turn black yeah hmm. so um,
1: never
3: really I never really thought about that you know? till now huh. it I, sounds uh, cool stainless steel
2: so I actually
1: pulled up his his response back to me so I'll read it, I'll read it to you I'll oh. tell you what he said so he, he said hi Jolie thank you so much I wanted to follow up. Undiluted white vinegar works wonderfully for the lock. As for the chain, it keeps getting worse. I'm relieved that that's more to do with the type of chain as opposed to some nastiness on my part. Oh. I appreciate all of your help. Take care. So, anyway, I Beautiful. think I think that he will end up, um, or well, by now he probably already has. I think when his their three month contract is up, he'll get he'll ask his daddy for a, a, you know a different collar. Mm-hmm, I want
3: to hear about the negotiation. Is it like sports, where you like have an agent who like, tries to make better <laughs> like I'm not going for more than six months if the chain's not going to be at a certain level, and then they like negotiate back and probably.
1: I amazing. mean, do you know? I mean, you would probably know more about this than I would. Well, I
2: think that people usually. Th- I mean, the contract stuff is. Um, more it gets so much attention because of like 50 shades and whatnot but those are into contrast i honestly think that the contract is is a component of many people's bdsm fetishes but i do think that there is some particular like paperwork fetish that gets pulled into this it's <laughs> <because laughs> <an> like an irs <laughs>
1: officer is
2: like <laughs> i swear to god because it's like having this like long sort of legal ish document and like you know it's like it's part of the play and the i mean it's like you're role playing at a negotiation yeah, essentially yeah up-minding. and at yeah of course it's not actually body, right, right? right. Um, And so it is really funny to me because, like, I was like, (laughs) you know, I could see how, like, would it be fun just to, like, have, like, a negotiation and, like, pretend to be a lawyer and stuff about, like, (laughs) like (laughs) the the conditions of, like, normal stuff, (laughs) you know, or not normal, but, you know, non-BDSM. It's I think the feeling of being locked in and such, um, which I guess literally with him with the chain he's yeah. locked in and then the feeling of being locked in via like a
1: contract that's binding
2: legal paperwork because that's where society works we'd yeah. be physically locked and yet we're also like the true <laughs> truly being locked in is a 20-page contract <laughs> that is what's scariest and most controlling in our lives
1: oh my god i love it so here's something as we were saying that i was remembering so i i read 50 shades of gray for work I don't know Maureen you might remember this Dave I don't think you I don't think you knew me then I when the movie was coming out the my editors at Deadspin were like Jolie you should read the book and write about how to clean up every mess uh, in in the book and so they I was don't like,
2: make many messes though in that book
1: they did they make oh really I cataloged them all I should have brought my coffee it's it still has all of the um all the messes yeah I I um not I guess the one paper where clip
2: pulls out her tampon I don't think that I one don't made a mess. Remember that one? You flushed it down the toilet. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. Now I do remember that. Anyway, it was, um, it, was a, a it was it was a gruesome assignment. I I read the book in two sittings, um, and then writing the post was fun. But having to read the book bu- the book is really bad. Um, That's what
2: everybody says. It's in fact, just so I bad. wrote an article once so arguing bad. that it is actually a brilliant work, oh. not about sex but about dating. Because it's about every step of the way. It's crazy because the entire book takes place in, as an internal monologue. It's like Ulysses, but of like a kind <laughs> of a It's crazy that this is like this good crazy postmodern work of kind of like airheadedness. But like it's that every step of the way when you're dating someone, you're like, oh, am I okay with this? Am I cool with this? Maybe I like this. Hmm. Well, how much more can I take? Well, may, uh, that might be too much. More, and you're waiting <laughs> to find out that like the comparison I made was to find out a guy lives with his mom, and you're like, oh my god, there's like a secret in your apartment, and he opens the door, and it could be like a dungeon, or it could be like my mom lives here, and you're like, okay. Well, I'm, I think I'm cool with this. How much mom can I cool for the dungeon. with? Dungeon. Like, uh, can I take one mom per week? Five moms per week. <laughs>
1: How much mom is
2: too much mom? Maybe I like moms. Wait, maybe I don't like this mom. Like that, and it's like the whole book is just her prevaricating in this way that like, I don't that think it's- That is a really, you're really now so Now I kind
3: of want to read the book. Smarter
2: than, I'll, I'll lend not, you my copy. It is definitely feels like somebody who is like- maybe not even had sex period much less the type of sex being described like the sex stuff makes no sense at all but her like incessant like i can't decide i can't decide i can't decide where is he where is he where is he he didn't text back he didn't text back it's like i was like oh my god this is too real
1: the other thing about the sex stuff is that it's like pretty vanilla as far as bdsm sex stuff goes yeah, I, was I was there was no
2: blood play i was really d- <laughs> yeah there's there's no balloon play
1: yeah, there's no balloons. I'm not into it. <laughs> sorry that's my new um, thing now, there was no time. yeah baller. i was really disappointed in it i was like this is not balloon
3: animals water balloons
1: it was <laughs> like-,
3: <laughs> like happy birthday balloons
1: anyway i did i i will say i do still have the copy um i didn't i didn't get rid of it during my last book purge I just couldn't. It was like too sentimental because it, uh-huh. it reminds me of Deadspin. So, Dave, I'm, I'm having moment to, of our time. Happy to, happy to lend you my copy if you'd like to read it. <laughs> um, on that note, let us take a quick break. And uh, Maureen, Dave, and I will be right back with more of your super sexy messes. This is Ask a Fiend Person, the podcast.
2: Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact.
1: Um, all right, so let's, let's just jump right into this one. All right. Dave, you want do to the, do the honors? Are we at Darcy? We're at Darcy. Darcy.
3: Darcy says, you want to gross? So, well, this is not the grossest thing ever. She kind of builds it up like it's going to be gross, but yeah. it's not really that gross. She says, my boyfriend and I were having sex. I'm sorry. She says, my boyfriend and I were having fun. Sex. We were having sex. When surprise, he came and, well, come landed on a decorative, pill- a decorative pillow of mine. I like the pillow. And while we did wipe the pillow off with a damp towel, there's still a slight discoloration. I tore the care tag off of the pillow. It's a brocaded orange velvet, and the cover can be removed. Should I hand wash it, throw it in a cold load of laundry, (laughs) and line dry? Because of how we choose to have fun, by that she means sex from earlier in the the letter, (laughs) I have a feeling that this might happen again. TMI, I don't know where the line is for you. Thank you for your help.
1: Definitely not TMI. Yeah, I feel like the that's TMI
3: part was should have been earlier in the letter. Yeah. She was worried about TMI. At that point, we're, we're best friends. She can say whatever she wants.
1: Um, this is actually a super super easy answer. Um, it's really C-minus fast. Protein.
2: That's protein right. Stain. Maureen. what Yeah. Protein.
1: Maureen is Maureen is possibly my best student. She doesn't actually apply any of the no. any of the knowledge I've dropped on her in the past five almost six years. But she remembers <laughs> all of it. It's a, Actually, really me, a you remember things I don't remember.
2: Of things that I don't ever clean.
3: Do you think anything? about white vinegar as often as I do? Because that's all <laughs> I think about now is just white vinegar. Any spill, any cleanup, I'm just like, do I have any white vinegar?
2: Protein stain is oxy. Yes. Oxygenated. That's one of them. Uh, yeah, oxygenated.
3: Billy Mays, Mays here. She's
2: so good. She's so good. For oxyclean. Clean. Yeah. Um, okay,
1: so this is actually a really easy one, and but it, I, I like it because it actually allows me to talk about two different things. Lo- let's me talk about cum stains, mm-hmm. which, you know, are going to happen. They're going to happen. Uh, but it also lets me talk about velvet, which is a thing that I've written about a really bunch really recently. Um, it's actually it's actually not. You just need oh. to know the, the trick about velvet, which I'm going to tell you about in a second. But I've actually written about velvet a couple of times recently. Um, I did a thing for – because velvet is, like, a very hot textile right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did a thing for Racked um, last year about Velvet Care, and then this year I don't know if my listeners know this even. Um, I just started doing a monthly column for Town and Country. Um, so as you guys know, Ask a Clean Person is at um, Esquire, and Town and Country is another Hearst magazine. And I got to chatting with the digital editor and was like, "Hey, I, you know, I'm a I'm a Town and Country person. I'm a preppy." <laughs> person and i would love to do a column about preppy cleaning problems and i was like i just see it as a once a month thing blah blah, blah. and he was like i love it let's do it so um the first column was how to get pine sap off the volvo
2: wait and is that a metaphor for semen nope oh, okay.
1: that's just straight straight ta- just playing to the town and oh. country crowd okay sorry volvo the car the, yeah the <laughs> car and then the
2: <laughs> right, and then my, yeah, no.
1: my um my january column um was about velvet care because velvet is a very popular mm-hmm. fabric timeless um, in the, among the preppy set and so we pegged it to new year's eve when um, the preppy set would be wearing especially the men
3: when you say you pegged it
1: <sighs> yes that was very good thank you for for picking up on uh, that sorry um I can't let that go no you should not let that go you should absolutely <laughs> not ever let a pegging joke sorry, go sorry. Un- untold um so, uh, the, so the men in the preppy set tend to wear those velvet slippers with their formal wear. Stubbs um, and Wooten. Yeah, the Stubbs and Wooten slippers. And then, um, you know, women, velvet is a very, very popular Christmas time textile to wear.
2: And uh, it's just popular in fashion right now. Well, yeah. And, but I've got a pair of velvet pants I was just wearing the other day. Got a velvet dress? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So and that was why I was writing about it at Racked at the end of last year because we were seeing all of this velvet stuff cropping mm-hmm. up and we were like, oh, we should talk about this. And then for town and country, it's obviously, it's a different turn because it's town and country. So anyway, but let me tell you about the velvet thing. There are basically two kinds of velvet. There is synthetic velvet and then there's pure velvet. If you've got pure velvet, you should always send that out to a specialty cleaner, the dry cleaner, basically. Um, if you have synthetic velvet. You
2: know it's pure velvet? The
1: care tag will tell you.
2: It'll literally say pure velvet. Yeah. What is pure velvet made from?
1: It's, I don't, velvet, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what, I don't know what it is. It is it like
2: silk velvet? Is that pure yes, velvet? Yes, I think it's silk. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, you're right. Okay, silk. got it. Yeah.
1: Um, so if you have synthetic velvet, which this pillow is assuredly uh-huh. a synthetic velvet, it can be machine washed. Okay. So your instructions are same old instructions that I give for every kind of like specialty machine washing thing. Cold water, delicate cycle. Uh, air dry it so basically what she said she was like should I machine wash on cold and line dry yes exactly that's exactly what you should do Um, so that there's your there's your velvet instructions the the cum instruction so as Maureen has already informed us because she's such a good she's an expert (laughs) um, semen and 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 female ejaculate also or female sexual fluids um, all fall into the protein stain category. You can either treat them with an enzymatic cleaner or with an oxygen bleach. You do not want to use chlorine bleach. Chlorine bleach is going to do what, Maureen?
2: It makes it turn yellow. Yay! Like Isn't when she good? Your do you th- wait, do you think white maybe t-shirts t- t- get armpit stains? Yeah. Yeah. yellow. So
3: is it too late now for the pillow since it's already happened? Like it's already turned yellow? Like is she?
2: No, no, no,
1: shirt? no, no, no. Because she hasn't done anything to it. Oh,
3: well, I thought she said she tried to clean it with a wet towel, and maybe she put some. She said she
1: wiped it off, but there's still a stain. Okay, she probably
2: didn't put chlorine bleach on it. No, 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 I don't think think she did. I think she just wiped
1: it. She probably would have mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 she didn't. She didn't do anything. And also, she said it was orange, so she wouldn't have put chlorine bleach on something that's orange.
2: So wait, can she? So should she use an oxygenated bleach, or will that fuck it up if it's orange?
1: No, oxygenated bleach is color safe. Okay, so that's a okay to use on anything. I actually think in this case. She should use the enzymatic spray, um, the Zout, which is that. That's ah. the brand that I always like. There are other enzymatic spray cleaners out there that are fine. It's just that, like, Zout is a really, really, really good one.
2: I also have a mnemonic for that one. It's enzymatic, and it starts with a Z, Zout. Oh,
1: that's good. There it is. Oh, that's really so good. So that's right. Yeah. So anyway, so that's what coffee. I think she should do. I think she should just hit the stain with some Zout, throw it in the washing machine, cold water, line dry, good to go.
3: So a good way good to remember to that is... is for loads
2: yeah that's very good i mean
3: hers is good too but i i just Mm -hmm. feel like mine's 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 more immature yeah wait
2: so if it's a silk velvet there's nothing you can do by yourself you just have to get thee to a cleaner
1: yeah Hmm. i mean (laughs) you can buy dry cleaning solvents and you can treat it at home with dry but like honestly at that point just take it to the dry it's cheaper to take it to the dry cleaner honestly all right um Okay, so there you go. So there you That's a pretty easy answer. We've got another another question.
3: Okay, Donovan writes, Yeah. Hi, Jolie. First time, long time. I imagine you get asked this question a lot, and unfortunately, I'm at work, so I can't do a lot of research into the topic. But I was wondering if you had any advice for how to get sex stains out of couches. I currently have a microfiber one, so that's the most pressing issue. But my lady, he says my lady, <laughs> but my lady, and I get frisky a lot unfortunately, we also left a stain on a couch at a friend's place we were housing. <laughs> that was some kind of fabric. He doesn't give a shit about this stain. It's not his. It was some kind of fabric. It resembled a drug rug. What's a drug rug, by the way?
1: Um, A uh, baja. You know the pullovers, bajas? Mm-hmm. Do you know oh. what a serape is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like
2: those, like, woven...
1: It's the, yeah, it's the, like, woven, like, Mexican... I'm picturing, um,
3: like, the dude's sweater he wears in the Big Lebowski. Is that... Yes. Is it like that's that? a Baja. Kinda? Yeah. yeah. Oh.
1: Okay. Wait, this this Like It's a pullover, it's not Yeah, a, yeah, 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 that's what I a Baja think is. This was a cardigan, but Okay.
3: All right, everyone else knows what it doesn't matter yeah. if I don't know. Uh are are going with OxyClean/white slash vinegar for this one or is there something better? Thanks.
1: Uh okay, we're 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 not we're not going to go for OxyClean or white vinegar for this one. Febreze? No. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, I have to
2: say, like, I actually the thought of as somebody who has encyclopedic knowledge of cleaning but never ever does it, <laughs> I actually am like, whenever hooking up is getting going, that I'm like, we gotta move this to not an upholstered <laughs> surface because I can't fucking deal with that.
1: Good for because you. That's I, listen. That is that's called being an adult.
2: Like none of my like um, like I, I would never. I just um, like decorative pillows. They're never gonna have like delicate fabrics in my life. Cause like things. Yeah, because it's just not realistic. Mm-hmm. No, for you. everything yeah. is like it's like a like a when you childproof your home, you put like round things on all the edges. Everything I have is either like <laughs> throw it in the laundry, done, or let's not sit on that one too often.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've marine proofed your own home.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it.
1: I love it. Um, okay, so here here's a thing about the couches. Um, before I can even tell you what to do about stain i need to tell you about the secret couch code dave knows the secret couch code because we've already recorded an episode on this so for for the full secret couch code the rundown of the full secret couch code is don't don't
3: fuck on your friend's couches and leave stains is that the code
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's what i thought the code was until you said it was from a past episode (laughs) no um i mean yeah maybe that's one of the rules um no, I, uh, for, for that, I want you guys to refer back to episode 46, but I'm going to give you the, the brief version of what the couch code is. So on your couch, you should have a care tag. Don't rip the care tag off your couch. It's illegal.
3: Uh, you go to jail.
1: Is it illegal with couches? I thought it was just like pillows all, and mattresses.
2: Uh,
3: I feel like none of it's illegal. I think it's I don't think up. it's illegal. It's an urban legend.
2: Yeah, I don't. I, I rip don't the care tag, off my, care tag off my couch. Huh? I rip the care tag off my couch. Mm. Oh now boy. it happens to me.
1: Well, now you're not going to know how to care for your couch because okay. the thing is, there's there's an important piece of information on that. Uh-huh. You can probably Google the couch, okay, and it will be in the manufacturer's instructions online.
3: No, I think she means more about her like prison future because this comes down. <laughs> oh, I'm going to report you. Just oh yeah, get your life in order yeah. between now and
1: the 14th because you're going away. It's the gulag for you, my <laughs> friends. I hope right. I hope you've so enjoyed what your freedom. Care tag? Okay, what so here does care I
2: say if I were to have one. Okay, so on <laughs> this on
1: this care tag there is there is going to be a letter. And the letter is going to tell you what type of couch you have in terms of what you may and may not clean it with. Oh, only so, it's
2: a literal code.
1: Yeah, it's a literal
2: code. Oh, oh my god. I
3: I thought I was the I know same I thought way. it was going to be like bro code or yeah.
1: something. Okay, a yeah, like literal code.
2: code. Cushions yeah, before
3: push-ins or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of I don't know. Sort of motto (laughs) that I don't know about. Never pushing on
2: the cushion is mine. That's
1: so good. Oh god, don't push on your friend's kush Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We could we could spend all day with this. Okay, so here's the thing. There's gonna be a letter. You want to find the letter. The letter is either going to be W, S, S W, or X. Do you not remember any of this, Dave? We literally <laughs> recorded all. I'm super
3: drunk for most of these. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. <laughs> um no,
1: But you like familiar. really liked this one because it was like a weird, it was very doodly, because it was about couches. It was doodly. Dude, dudes love their couches. Like I I've I've learned things right <laughs> in the course of doing this job. And one of the things I've learned is that dudes love their couches. Oh, I yeah. think I remember this. Okay. So um if you if the co- the code on your couch is w that means that you can use water-based cleaners if the co- the letter on your care tag is s it means you have to use solvent-based cleaners if the code is sw it means you can use either water-based or solvent-based if the code is x it means that you should throw the couch out because you will never be able to get it clean no one can clean it if <laughs> an X? No, it doesn't mean that. But it basically it does. It means professional cleaning only. So <clears> then you <throat> have
2: to find a couch cleaner. Yeah, so
1: most of you are not going to have the X. Those, those aren't very common. Um, okay, so, so Donovan has to go find his code. Mm-hmm. And then once he knows his code, he can use the appropriate cleaner. Mm-hmm. If it's an S code, he has to use a solvent-based cleaner. He can't use a water-based cleaner.
2: What are solvent Which cleaners? Zout
1: would be a water-based cleaner.
2: Oh, I didn't know this component of Zout.
1: Yeah. So, so that's the thing. So if if he has an um if he has a W code, which he probably d- most of them are either going to be W or SW just because people want couches that they can actually clean. Um If you have the W, you can you can definitely use the um, the Zout, and I'm going to give you a tip on what I think you should do in addition to just the Zout. Um, If you have the S, the solvent that I think we name checked in the in episode forty six is blue coral. You don't remember? You went on the whole blue lagoon jag. Uh, (laughs) Again,
3: (laughs) I'm really high, like a lot, but especially like that was like the second half of a back to back. Like I'm.
1: Oh yeah, of. you yeah. You we go into a fugue state when how, we record. How do you stuff.
3: remember movie references when you never get the movie references I make during the course of the what, what was the Blue R- Lagoon thing? Did it have something to do with like because them of the two the having the sex on no, the beach because or of something? The, or?
1: Because the product was called Blue Coral and you were like, Oh, that sounds like
3: That's such a bad joke that I definitely did de- I definitely <laughs> made <laughs> it. Definitely made for it. sure. <laughs> that definitely sounds like something I would say. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Um okay. So anyway, so there, so that's the that's the thing. Probably what I would suggest I do th- I do suspect that your microfiber um, is W, because I, as, I, as I recall it, all microfiber can be water washed. Um, I think you should use this out, but I also think you should do something else. I think that you should get a machine, like a little green machine. One of those machines that basically can, like, force cleaning solution into the upholstery and then suck it back up. Uh-huh. Um so any one of those like extraction machines and I would suggest that you go to thesweethome dot com and look for their guide to the best of those because they just recently did a great guide to those. Guide to suction um, machines. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um and I always love to give a shout out to my friends at the sweet home. Um so that is what I would do. I can would you use just the Zelda. You can, but I think you're gonna have better luck mm. with the machine. And I and then I also say that say this someone tweeted at me that she used her little green machine to clean her couch which had not been cleaned in a very long time or possibly forever and she took a photo of the water that came out Ew. and it oh, no. oh it's the thing I love most in the world <laughs> I don't know if worst. you know this uh. I let lo- people tweet me photos of their dirty wash water, and I live for it. And oh I always God. ask for it, and oh I, God. like, retweet the photos, and I think it's the greatest are thing you in the someone world. someone who also That's my like fetish. <laughs> that's my fetish. Dirty, wash, dirty water. wash water. Dirty wash water. Are you
2: also someone who likes, like, popping zits, Mmm. Peeling scabs?
1: A little bit. Not, like... Not, oh. like...
2: These are all things that are...
1: That are oh. anathema to you. No, that's... I mean... But,
2: uh, wow Wow.
1: Um, anyway, so she, so she tweeted this photo at me, and you guys... It was the best wash water. I've seen some great wash water in my ears. Oh my God. This took the cake. It was almost black.
2: Because that's how much dirt was inside yeah. of the cushion? Mm. So I'm partly,
1: I'm partly saying I'm, I'm pushing the machine on you because I want you to use it once to clean a specific stain and then I want you to see how dirty your couch is and I want you to do it all the time and then say wash water to and delete. but mo- most of all I just really want the wash water photos I, think I
2: might how expensive is a little green machine
1: that's about 80 bucks
2: I might get one then see oh I can, oh, I can, you can give I have you one. A machine that does it. wait wait, I can
1: give you one I have I have a portable upholstery oh, okay. cleaning machine because
2: well, then it's kind of like a game like I can vacuum because I'm like I'm playing with this weird toy that's fun <laughs>
1: um yeah, I'll give you. one. I have a. I have a. Um. A, a press sample that I can give you. Oh my God. I'll get it. I'll be at the Esquire office next week. I'll pick it up and I'll bring it to you. Oh Jesus. Okay. And then I can see. Then we'll go have a drink. I'll give it to him. We'll go have a drink. Oh God. Get drunk. I and love clean Maureen. The couch. T- this is the thing. I like any excuse to see Maureen. So ah. yeah, I'll, I'll. I'll give you my life for that. All right, you guys listen. Um, that is the end of part one of our very sexy conversation with Maureen O'Connor. Um, so that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person. Oh, wait, podcast. before you do the thing, can I just mm-hmm. say
3: that we, we reached the climax of the episode?
1: All right, guys. If you like what you heard today, I, and w- literally, why would you not like what you heard today? This a lot was, of good tips. This, <laughs> this
2: was very
1: fun. Mm-hmm. I, um, I
2: really want the guy to, Call or email back when um, when he gets his new collar because I'm really curious. Mm. I'll
1: I'll send him the episode yeah. when it drops. And what the I'll new material is? Yeah. is? Are there okay. new
2: cleaning dilemmas? Yeah. Fascinating.
1: I
3: want to hear about the contract negotiation once the okay. three months over too. Oh, I, wa- awesome. I want to be I want to get to know this person.
2: I'll, ca- I'll, I'll yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah
1: okay we'll, we'll have a we maybe we'll make a little Facebook group and we'll all be friends or something <laughs> like that about that. Um, all right, where was I in the sign off? Sorry. If you you like what day, you if heard you today, like today we'll yeah. please <laughs> we'll consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person and selecting one of the amazing rewards we're offering to our listeners we would also love it if you would subscribe on or itunes leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird very very weird little cleaning show that you love so very much and of course thank you to our listeners for joining us for another episode of ask a clean person the podcast Yay! yay